All right, everybody, welcome to Studio B. Happy, happy new year this 2023 season. It is January the 9th. 2023 and we thank you for joining us here on our first episode of Studio B for the brand new year. Uh, so remember wherever you're watching us from, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, like, comment, follow, subscribe, get in the comments. Let's talk about the issues that we need to talk about uh, because this year we're on a trajectory to be better. Uh, this is going to be a short podcast but I want to give you a couple of things for this new year. A couple of things for this new year. Five uh, in particular for this new year and I'm going going to guarantee you something, that if you follow these five principles that I'm getting ready to lay out to you, your life is going to be exponentially better than it was before. But first, let me just make sure that I make a note. Success is always intentional. Success is never coincidental. It's never accidental. You don't just stumble into success. Success is always intentional. That's one. Number two, success is always consistent. People who experience large amounts of success in their life usually have one thing in common, and that's consistency in their ways of life. This is not a uh, miracle spring water. This is not, you know, a red blood prayer handkerchief. This is not a name it and claim it, blab it and grab it type of deal. If you want to be better in this new year season, this is not about making resolutions that you know you're not going to keep. This is about being very intentional about how you want your life to go. So I want to share with you five principles, five principles that have governed me and my household very, very well. Things that I use year in and year out, month in and month out, week in and week out, and prayerfully even day by day. So five principles for this new year. And I want to start this new year off with that because everybody, it is time for us to move the needle. It's time for us to really start hitting it into uh, to, to, to left field. It's really for us, time for us to really make a mark in this world because time is winding down very quickly. And it's far too many of us that are sleeping and are not fulfilling what God has called for us to do in our daily lives. It's time to step up your game. It's time to level up. And right now is when you need to be making a consistent effort to do that. So five things. Number one. And these five things are in order. Five things are in order. Five things are in order. Number one is making sure that you have a relationship with God. Now, let me just sit here for a second because it's time out for you fools out there that don't believe in God. Okay, stop being stupid. Of course, there is a God. Of course, there is a creator. Of course, there is somebody outside of ourselves. Of course, there is an ultimate being. <clears throat> to use, you know, that hedonistic language. Uh, stop being foolish with yourself. Of course there is a God, okay? Of course there is a God. Now, me being a genuine Christian, not a professed Christian, but a genuine Christian, uh, believing that the Lord Jesus Christ is God in the flesh and believing that he hung, bled, and died and rose on the third day, according to the scripture, is the God in which I place my confidence, my trust, and all of my hope in. I believe that he is the one and only true God, John 14 and 6, that I I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man shall come to the Father except he come by me. I have personally experienced this God. This God has personally transformed my life, my wife's life, and my kid's life, and many people that I have in my circle. This is the God in which we serve. This is the God in which I preach, and this is the God in which I believe. So I, uh, as a uh, authentic follower of Christ, would always point people to the Savior. But you got to get out of this mindset of believing that you're on your own. Okay, and that everything is up to chance. You got to get an authentic relationship with God. Why? 
Uh, because saints, I don't know those people out there in TV land, everything that you touch right now has an expiration date. Everything. Uh, no matter if it's your money, no matter if it's your house, your car, your career, your wife, your husband, your kids, no matter what it may be, everything has an expiration date. You need to be able to balance out your life full of expiration with something in the eternal. God is the only thing that is eternal. Eternity is real. Once you pass from this life, you enter into another space called eternity, which never ends. And so having a genuine relationship with God helps to balance your life so that you're not chasing your tail all the days of your life. You're out there working 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week for money that will ultimately dissipate. When you're laying on your deathbed, all the money that you have accumulated will mean nothing to you. Right. So these houses that we give, the cars that we buy, they're wonderful. They're great. They're awesome. But they're not eternal. You need to have a relationship with God so that God can take the compass of your life and steer it in the direction that he wants you to go. Therefore, then you will find true and ultimate purpose. So number one is having a relationship with God. Revelation 3 and 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. God says, I'm knocking on the door of your heart. I'm knocking on the door of your heart. Every day that you wake up, you know that there's something greater. Everything that you do, you know there's something greater behind it. I'm knocking on the door of your heart, but your responsibility, my responsibility, is to open up the doors of our heart, and then God says that I will come in. So number one is having a relationship with God. Number two is making sure that you are in a good mental space, a good mental space, that you have good mental capacity, um, that you are operating in an area that is beneficial for you and the people around you. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse one and two, an oldie but goodie, Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the tender mercies of God, that you offer yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of, of service and or worship. Number two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to renew your mind. You got to take care of your mental space. There's been a lot of talk with these last couple of years, especially on the backside of COVID, when everybody was locked down, when everybody was sequestered. There's been a lot of talk now about mental health. That's always been a space that's been there, but now it has been heightened um, because people were forced to be isolated and away from interactions and personal development. And so you begin to see all these problems begin to start to take sh uh, shape and form. Now we're in a place to where we really now are paying a lot of attention to your mental. So you, me, us, got to be in a good mental space. And that's going to lead me into number three. But you got to be in a good mental space, a good mental place, right? And you got to watch what you are consuming because what you are consuming is affecting your mental. So the stuff that you're watching on TV, the stuff that you're scrolling through on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be, that stuff is affecting the way that you think. It is rewiring your hard drive. So you got to get good stuff out in order for good, good stuff in in order for good stuff to come out. So you got to make sure that you're in a good mental space. Please, everybody, take care of your mental. Because it's important. Take care of your mental. That's number one. So number one, uh, number two. Number one is a relationship with God. Number two is make sure you're in a good mental space. Number three, number three, which coincides with one and two, is examining your inner circle. You got to run with the right 
people. Listen, eagles and chickens don't hang out in the same circles. Okay, you need to you need to find out which one you are. And then surround yourself with people of like minds. I can tell you, you know, the old saying used to be many, many years ago, which still reigns true. I've used it now as a parent that if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you show me who you hang out with, I'll show you who you're going to be. This is not just in mental capacity and professional expectation. This is in a lot of ways in, in invades every area of life. If you take your top five friends and you add all of their salaries together, what you think they may make, you add them all together and then you divide it by five. Whatever that number is, that's going to be your ceiling. So if everybody around you make $30,000 or $40,000, you got five friends that make $40,000. Okay, you got $200,000, right? Okay, divided by five, that's 40. That's going to be your ceiling. That's going to be your ceiling. Your inner circle determines how far you can go because the people that you involve in your circle is ultimately going to lift you up or pull you down. Now, this is absolute facts. In 2023, you're going to need to get some people out of your life and not apologize for them no longer being in your life. Listen, everybody ain't meant to go with you. You're trying to take it up to the next level. You're trying to take it up to the next level. You're trying to level up in your career, level up in your, in your, in your educational game. You're trying to level up in your finances, but you want to take everybody with you, and you cannot. You need to examine your inner circle. Who do you hang with? Who shares the same like-minded beliefs that you share? It's going to be important in 2023. Because I can tell you some people that are sinking as fast as a boulder in, in, in water because of the people that they subject themselves to. And listen, I can't take and neither does God expect me to take everybody with me. No, he does not. There are some people that are hell bent on staying in the position that they're in because they've gotten comfortable in that space. And you're trying to shake them to move, shake them to move, shake them to move. But they've been in that place for so long that they don't want to move. And therefore, you waste precious time, energy, and talent trying to bring people out who don't want to come out. You got to make sure that you examine your inner circle. That's number three. Number four, you have to prioritize. Lack of preparation on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Let me say that again. Lack of preparation on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Just because you didn't prepare does not throw me into emergency mode. Okay, you need to prioritize. You need to prioritize. You need to prioritize. What's important to you? What's important? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What what drives you? What mountain are you going to die on? What what things are you going to say? That's not worth my time, my energy, my effort. That's not worth the mental space that I got to commit to that problem. Therefore, that problem is still your problem. You got to stop taking other people's problems and making them your problems. You got to prioritize. Stop allowing people to push themselves off on you, their dysfunction, and making your dysfunction. And you open up your arms and receive everybody else's dysfunction and then wonder why you are dysfunctional. You got to prioritize. 
My mental space is important to me. I'm not going to assume things that is going to drain me of the precious energy that I have because I only have a little bit to work with and I want to make sure that I am pouring myself into stuff that matters. Family matters. God matters. My temple matters. My mental matters. That stuff matters. So I got to prioritize. And just because something is shaking and baking on your side does not mean it has to shake and bake on my side. And I've often shared this, and I think it's appropriate for me to share it again. You got to stop cuddling grown folks. Like, grown folks are grown folks. Like, they have reached a level of maturity to where they are supposed to be thinking and operating in a different way. But there's too many of us that coddle grown people and don't allow them the space to grow. You got to prioritize. You have to prioritize. Let me take this back um, around with you with, <coughs> excuse me, with Proverbs 18 and 24 says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I'm very careful about the ones who say they got a lot of people in their life, right? Because Facebook has fooled you. Instagram has fooled you. Twitter has fooled you. You do not have 5,000 friends. And you do not have 1.2 million followers. That stuff is fooling you. It's all an illusion. It's an enigma. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. In life, you maybe get three to five good, solid friends. Maybe. You get of a lot of acquaintances and people mistake an acquaintance for a friend and you start telling the acquaintance all the information because you think they are a friend only to find out that they're not a friend. And then the information that you've given them, they turn around and use it to your detriment. That's because you made a mistake of thinking them to be a friend when they wasn't a friend. You got to examine your circle. You got to prioritize. You got to say, I'm going to have people in my life that are going in the same direction that I'm going. I'm going to have people in my life that are going to challenge me, that is going to push me, that's going to encourage me, that's going to want to see me do good. I want people in my life that are vested in my life. That's what I want. And guess this, watch this. When I prioritize, I also prioritize hard conversations because people who love you are going to tell you the truth. I know you've always heard that. I understand how it sounds. I get it. But listen, people who want to see you succeed and are vested in your success will tell you when you're going down the wrong road. But far too many people don't listen to the people that are ahead of them. But you pay all attention to the people who are right there next to you, looking you right in the eye in the exact same situation that you happen to be in. Why would you do that? Like if you're trying to get out of a pit of financial despair, why would you listen to somebody who's in the same pit with you in financial despair? If they can't make any money for themselves, how in the world are they going to tell you how to make money? If you're trying to get out, why would you try to use somebody who's in the same pit that you are in? You need a hand up if you're in a pit. You need to be brought out of the pit. You don't need to be encouraged in the pit. You need to get out of the pit. Well, how's the person in the pit with you going to help you get out of the pit? You got to prioritize. So one, you got to have a relationship with God. That's first and foremost in 2023. You got to have your relationship right with God. Number two, you got to be in a good mental space. Number three, you need to examine your inner circle. Number four, you got to prioritize. And then number five, which is a biggie for me. All of them are biggies for me. But this one here, I talk about a lot. You have to open your mind and learn. <clears throat> Saints of God. <clears throat> 
Just going to spend a couple minutes on this one. <clears throat> learning is dangerous because learning challenges you to move past what you think you know. And most people are living lives not based on what has been taught. They're living lives based on what has been caught. So stuff has been passed down to them from generation to generation, from person to person, and they've been around certain environments and have picked up habits from those environments. Like it's been caught. It hasn't been taught. But when you learn, when you open up your mind, when you unlock this mental space up here and say, I'm willing to learn, that's going to challenge you and it's also going to threaten you at the same time. Because with learning comes new information that may disrupt the information that you thought you knew. And therefore, it becomes a challenge to accept new information because I've been living my life based on old information. This is what it was talking about in, in Romans chapter number 12, being renewed in our mind. See, the more you learn, the more you earn. People got to pay you for what you know. When you expand your territory mentally, educationally, when you expand that, that capacity, it expands every part of your being, every part of your being. When you open up your mind and begin to learn. So I'm an avid reader, an avid reader. I read, I research. Why? One, because I've always done it. It's always been, you know, the nerdy kind of thing. I, don't, I mean, I shouldn't have to say reading and researching is nerdy, but, I, you know, I've always enjoyed that process of, of wanting to figure out how things worked and why things were done. So I've always been like that. But in learning, it sits me into a new space of brand new capacities or untouched potential. Right. So whatever I want to do, I got to make sure that I have a good understanding so that I do it to the best of my ability. You have to learn in 2023. You got to get away from social media, learning everything from social media and sit down and examine it for yourself. You got to learn. You've got to got to got to learn. So those are the five things that I try to practice here in my own life with my own family. Of course, we do our master action plan. I'm a little bit behind on it this year, uh, but hopefully I'll be able to get that done within the next couple of weeks. Um, again, I don't believe in resolutions. Don't you be sitting around here making resolutions, talking about you're going to lose a, a thousand pounds this year. No, you don't need to do that. Don't set yourself up for failure. All of those resolutions, if they're not coupled with discipline and consistency, none of them will work. But these five things are tried and tested. Number one, got to have a relationship with God, y'all. Got to have a relationship with God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one that hung, bled, and died for your sins, my Savior, my God, uh, Jesus Christ. And please, let me just put this in here. Thank you, Lord. Listen, let me just put this in here. Just because Jesus has bad representatives doesn't mean that Jesus is bad. Just because there's some people out there that wear crosses around their neck that may not act Christian-y does not mean that Christ is still not the savior of the world. Um, just because they're bad representatives does not mean that what they are trying to represent is indeed bad because of the representatives. So you got to stop looking at people and say, well, see, that's why I don't go to church. That's why I don't believe in God. See, they ain't nothing but hypocrites because you're looking at the person. I'm exemplifying the God of that person. 
You got to have a relationship with God. Two, you got to make sure you're in a good mental space. Uh, I know we talk a lot about work-life balance. I don't really know if that's really possible if you're trying to be successful, if you're trying to um, really make an impact in this world. There are going to be some things that are going to be um, a sacrifice in you trying to make uh, the impact that you say that you want to make. So work-life balance is a good um, um, a good whistleblower, a good dog whistle. Uh, it, it gets people's ears perked up. But when you're trying to knock it out the park and be exceptional and go above and beyond your space of capacity, something's going to be sacrificed in you trying to do that. But in doing that, you can still be in a very good mental space. Three, you got to examine your inner circle. Make sure your friends are your friends. Make sure you got people around you that are vested in you, that love you, that want to see you succeed, that encourage you, that challenge you. You got to have people in your space that love you in that manner. Examine your inner circle. Prioritize. Don't let other people's problems become your problems. And then open up your mind to learn. If you can do these five things. It's not a miracle spring water. It's not a red blood prayer handkerchief. It's not going to work in a day, a week, or a month. This is going to be. This is going to work with an area of consistency and discipline. Uh, that means that it is a required mental capacity in order for these five things to work in your life. But if we can do them consistently you will find progress in your life in 2023 and even beyond. So on this particular day, on this particular day, on this particular day, January the 9th, listen, let's start off the new year uh, with a bang. Uh, let's not get caught up in all of this foolishness. Let's not just gravitate back into our own habits, our old habits, and doing the things that we did before that we know don't work. Let's try some new, uh, some new, uh, new things in, in 2023. So, everybody, I'm wishing you guys a, um, a many, many prosperous year. I'm praying that God would expand your territory. I'm praying that God would give you the grace and the mercy and the knowledge to do what he has called for you to do. And I promise you this, uh, not because I can see the future, because I can. I'm not a prophet, nor do I play one on TV. But I can promise you this, that if we walk with God faithfully, if we allow God to be God, if we make sure that we are taking care of our spiritual lives, God takes care of us. That does not mean that it's not going to be some valleys. That does not mean it's not going to be some challenges. But that does mean that God will never leave us nor forsake us. This year will be a great year for you if you push your hands in the master's hand. So, but I want to wish you a very, very, very happy 2023. Pray that this year is better than 2022 and praying that you and your family are doing well and that God is blessing you the way that his word says that he will. Uh, remember, be informed, be empowered. Studio B, we'll see you next week. <laughs>